1: Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's program. Our special guest today runs a multiple million dollar landscaping business. They actually have a couple branches, one in Illinois, and recently they opened a new division down in sunny Florida. And so Jacob Godar has a lot to share with us today about marketing, sales, building quality team with employees that actually want to work for our businesses and much more. Looking forward to this conversation. Started this thing back in 2014 And uh, here we are about 35 employees later and multiple millions of dollars in revenue. He'll share the story with us. But first and foremost, let's thank today's show sponsor. And that is our friends at Jobber. And guys, they are rewarding home service pros with $150,000 in grants to help launch, grow, and strengthen our businesses. So if you're listening to this program, more than likely you have a small business or you're thinking about starting a small business and it doesn't have to be in lawn care landscaping. That's most of our audience, but maybe you're in another um, home service based business and you would like to get your hands on a grant. That's not a loan, a grant. You get to keep the money. So I'm hoping a lot of green industry podcast listeners will be uh, recipients rewarded um, the 2,500 to 15,000. So they're going to give that to 25, 25 of those. So you can run the math and it's going to sum up to 150000 Um, Some people will get 2500 some 15000 and in between that range. Now, if you're listening in real time, the applications uh, close May 26, 2022. So if you're listening before that, head on over to jobbergrants.com and apply today. It takes about five minutes and hopefully you'll be one of the winners. If you are, make sure you send me a DM and uh, tell me that you won and what you're going to do with the money and uh, we'll get you on the show. I mean, 15,000 bucks. What would you do, Mr. Producer? (laughs) Maybe we don't want to know. But all right, let's get into our conversation with Jacob Godar. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's episode. Our special guest today is down in sunny Florida, Jacob Godar. Welcome to
2: the program, man. Hey, thank you so much for having me today. Totally. What part of Florida are you in? Uh southwest. I'm in Cape Coral. And if you don't know where Cape Coral is, that's right next to Fort Myers. And everybody knows where Fort Myers Beach is. So that's uh, kind of a Okay, point.
1: so that's the Gulf of Mexico? Yep. Okay. I was just down in uh, Siesta Key in January. No, that's just up
2: the road. That's just up the road. Okay. It's beautiful down there. Oh yeah. And it gets even warmer if you come down to me Okay. That's <laughs> still above the frost line, too cold for my blood. Where's
1: the frost line?
2: Right at Punta Gorda. Okay. So that's probably still like an hour and a half south of Siesta Key.
1: Okay. And you're originally from Illinois. What what why you have to move to Florida?
2: Well I just I hate the cold, you know, and um a big a big goal of mine is just to always been to grow a really large company. And in Illinois, there's, you're kind of limited to what we have in our area, unless you start doing satellite locations mm-hmm. and I hate snow plowing and I, I just, we don't offer it. We stopped offering it a couple of years ago, but here where we're at, literally you could, there's a hundred million dollar business 30 minutes from me. So you could build whatever you want because from here all the way down to Naples and Marco Island, and then all the way up to Puna Gorda area, it's just, it's just constant houses and constant opportunity.
1: Yeah. Big money. How much revenue do y'all do now in the business?
2: So we do, uh, what 2 million in Illinois and then in Florida last year in our first nine months, we did about 480,000. In nine months Um, just started. Yeah. And so we're on track. I don't really, I, the goal was just to get over a hundred thousand in revenue here in Florida. And we just, our 12th month we did, which was last month. Uh we did 130,000. So wow. in we'll one probably, one I was,
1: one month revenue was one thirty.
2: Yeah. So I was projecting, you know, the goal for me this year would be like uh one point two to one point five in Florida. Cool. So overall the goal is four million between both of them.
1: Okay. Year. And then your quarterback in everything from Florida?
2: Uh well, the team runs... I have an awesome team in Illinois. They, they sell, manage, run everything in Illinois. And then I'm pretty much on the ground sales. I'm trying to get another salesperson. I actually promoted one of my landscapers to a salesperson here recently. And um, I'm just solely focused on Florida. I have meetings with a team in Illinois and go over like the, the big things that are going on. Uh, but my focus is definitely grow the Florida operation.
1: That's fantastic. So what year did you start your business in Illinois?
2: Uh, we started in 2014.
1: Okay. What were you uh, doing before that?
2: I was in a, in a body shop fixing cars. Okay. And I did that. I got I got out of the landscape industry because I thought I wanted to fix cars. And then in that time, I'd always wanted to have a business. I mean, I, I remember back to before I had a driver's license, I was having my mom drive me into like the chamber of commerce because I wanted to go to uh, a class about creating a a, a business something about business or trying to write out your business plan. Right. And so I'd always been that way that I wanted to have something. And us as my friends, you know, we're always trying to do something on the side. And yeah, so I did the landscape business and he was really anti you do anything on the side in landscaping. But once I got into the body shop, it turned into a thing. I got really good at working on cars, painting cars, fixing cars. And so I did that all day and then I did it on the side all night. And I finally got so burnt out that I, I got to the point where I wanted to either one, I tried to buy a body shop and it was way more money that I wanted to get involved in. Mm-hmm. And the overhead was way crazier. I mean, I, I don't, I found a place that we were going to try to purchase and it just, I just couldn't fathom what I was looking at. And then that's when I looked around and I realized I'm like, I've got a, I've got a push mower. I've got a blower. I've got a little trailer. And um, then I just started handing out flyers, walking up and down the street in my cowboy boots and started the business. In Illinois. In Illinois. Yep. Did you have
1: a uh, family at that point or?
2: So funny thing, I had a really good, I mean, what I thought at the time, because I was probably 24, I had a really good paying job at the body shop. You know, I was making 50 or 60,000 a year with benefits, which is what I was happy with at the time. And I had started this job on the side of that. And I, I had been dating the person I had married to now. And literally I'd put in I put in a lot of heads up notice if I'm going to quit a job. I put in two months notice because I was a big part of this business at the body shop. Because uh-huh. um, I was one of the two people that fixed all the cars. And in this transition, I, engage, I got engaged to my wife. And then probably a month after that, in a 30 days or maybe 20 days before I went full time with 20 lawns and just was going to try to make it work. I was trying to figure out how that was going to work. We also found out we had our first kid on the way. Okay. So yeah, that all ramped up really quick and all kind of came together all at the same time.
1: Cool. And then how did you grow that business from just starting in 2014 to becoming, you know, multiple millions in revenue?
2: Um, tons and tons and tons of self-education through reading and being around like, luckily that body shop I worked at, he's still a mentor of mine. I mean, he had a really, really successful shop that he just sold to a, a larger conglomerate and, um, and just really, I knew what I was getting into. I knew it was going to be a ton of work. I knew that uh, it wasn't going to be easier than having a job, you know, and, um, I was committed going in. I didn't share that enough. Like I didn't share enough with my wife, what I was trying to do. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd always had a vision of wanting to grow something really big. So i put all my energy to learning what that was about. And instead of so much focusing on perfect service, perfect this, perfect that. I was always trying to learn about business and learn how do you scale and grow this business faster um, versus, you know, like worrying about like a mower or worrying about this or that. I was more like, Hey, we got to grow. We got to grow. We got to grow whatever we can get. That's got a good warranty. We'll buy and, and we'll just keep moving forward.
1: What would you say to yourself if you could go back to the 2014 version of you now that you have scaled? I'm sure there's been some bumps in the road. What would you say to the, to yourself back in 2014 that you didn't know, you know it now, but you didn't know it then as you grew.
2: Probably like marketing and sales is everything to grow a company. Mm -hmm. And the crazy thing with marketing is everybody's like, well, when I have money, I'm going to (laughs) market, you know? And like, unfortunately that's off balance because you got to market to create the work to build the money. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that I would have, if I could know the reassurance of that you can invest in marketing and sometimes you can spend money when you don't have money and figure out creative ways to market a business or, or even without that, just coming up with more creative things to do to market a business, I would have saved myself. Uh, we would have grown even faster because it was things that I started learning along the way. It's like, oh yeah, I, I held off for like a year and a half on a website. Oh I'm my like, I gosh. <laughs> I should have that, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I should have had that. I I mean, we had that the first full-time year or like into the first full-time year, but it's like now knowing what I know, I wouldn't have been, I was scared then to spend what we spent on the website. How much did you
1: spend on the website?
2: Well, it was a real bad story of a deal. So we spent $1,500 and it was... that. That's why we now know how to build websites. Luckily, I'm blessed to have an amazing wife who is, uh, she's integral. Like she's not in the guts of the business, but she's a marketing and, and creative genius. And Uh the horrible experience, and I'm not mentioning names of anything, but the horrible experience we had getting our first website built through plagiarism and everything else that was in the website drove us to create our own. Okay. And then that's how we found out, uh, we, it was something that my wife was really, really strong at. And, um, yeah, $1,500. It was a bad, but inv- it was a good investment because it got it rolling, but it was a painful investment. And now I would like, I would rather spend five, seven, eight grand yeah. just and trust what Ooh, it was or 10 boy. grand just to know that it's good.
1: Yeah. I spent a lot of money on a yeah. website that did not turn out so hot. I learned my lesson on the other end of the spectrum. So you spent 1500 and realized you need someone competent and, you know, professional. Yeah. I, you know, 10X that and add some is how much <laughs> I spent and realized, okay, I need to figure out, I need to get this figured out. And so, uh, end of the story, we both arrived with the respect of, of what a quality website will do for our business. What's some other marketing tips that you've, I know technology, softwares, opportunities evolve by the day with, uh, social media. So 2014 marketing plan might not be, or is not the best in 2022, but what, what have you kind of learned is the, um, in the zone for you guys, a sweet spot that really gets you
2: a good ROI. Um, and you know, like ROI is a hard thing with marketing because like a lot of the, a lot of the, well, and I, am just going to go into my spiel with this, you know, I, I I get what direction you're going. Um, because we do so much branding, that it's hard to get an ROI on what that branding is actually producing because a lot of it's long-term. Um, but with that being said, like the content creation that we've done has been probably one of the biggest things and how that's spooled up on, on Facebook and got us recognized as a, a company with cool employees that are having a good time, um, that everybody's working together to bring value to all the people we're working with. I mean, that's something that has been really huge. I mean, there are so many things we do because I mean, between Um, Google ads and and Facebook and and YouTube something that I started a YouTube channel years ago to document the journey. But as of recent, we've really started creating a ton of content helping him, uh, helping our, all of our clients know stuff like, Hey, this is how you would do this. If you wanted to try to keep a low budget, this is how you do this. If you were doing top of the line, this is what you need to look for in this plan, like client education that people basically their questions we answer, Mm -hmm. um, really like a Marcus Sheridan philosophy. But, um, that has been as of recent huge for us. because we're walking up to clients that, and I guess, current marketing, what's hot. We're walking up to clients and they're, they're talking about these videos. Oh, I saw that video and that's why I want mulch because I know it's going to cost way less than Brock. And so they're actively seeing all this stuff and because nobody makes videos. And so nothing, like everything you post ranks because your competition does nothing. Wow. And so, so that's been huge for us.
1: How is that correlated with the employees? Because if an employee watches one of those videos and sees the culture before they even step foot in your uniform you're not just marketing to customers for lawn landscape services, but you're, you're marketing to future employees. Sorry. One second. Okay. Sorry about that. No. My cousin, if for those of you listening to your show, that's my cousin again, my cousin always calls when I'm podcasting. I don't understand. Um, I have a do not disturb on, but it just overrides it. I, I don't understand that.
2: But yeah. anyway, Some anyway, sometimes Bluetooth, they'll do that. Um, But what you're saying is is spot on. Like, even to the point of we've taken this video stuff so much further. Like we have group chats for all of our team and they send in selfie pictures, selfie videos, walkthrough videos, and we're constantly marketing and using that. To the point of we had we had a person last week stop at one of our Illinois crews and say, Hey, I just wanted to stop and say, like, I see all your videos. You guys look like you all have so much fun doing what you do. Like wow. it looks like such an awesome company. And then someone called into our call service. And left a similar message, didn't leave their name or anything. Wow! So a lot of people before they come are starting to know, yeah, a little, a lot more about the culture. And we talk about all those things. Like I'm an open book. Like they know our numbers. They know if we're profitable. They know like what we're shooting for. They know, they know our our employees know everything. Yeah.
1: Well, that's incentive when you know the company's earning a lot, that there's room for some of that uh, money to get into their wallet. And so yeah. I think that's a great idea. Uh, Facebook marketing. I had Cody Owen. Um, He's a friend of the show. He's been on multiple times. He's the one who told me you got to get, he told me Scooter, but you are Scooter. Jacob.
2: It, it's, it's like a, it's a story, but yeah, it's not a nickname that really everybody thinks that's a big nickname that I have. It's, it's a, a interesting story in itself, uh, how I got that nickname for the name of the business, but yes, technically I guess I would be Scooter.
1: Okay. because he's like, you gotta get Scooter on. You gotta get Scooter on. You gotta get Scooter on. And, and then yeah. I, I get you on and your name's Jacob. I was like, did I email the wrong guy? Is this going to be a flop of a show? What, what's going on here? But you are Scooter.
2: Yep. This is right.
1: <laughs> okay. But he said, I need to interview you, but Cody, Um, was mentioning that he helped your business with uh, Facebook targeted marketing ads to specific neighborhoods. Can you tell me a little bit more about that?
2: Yeah, definitely. That was a big thing that we had uh, Cody and his team do. Um, I know they do those in-house and then they also did um, AdWords ads for us too, or Google ads, however you can say it. But um, yeah, his super, super targeted stuff for Facebook, it was really nice because we were able to niche down on those areas that we wanted to try to add more density in and market to those. And that was a big thing of we just didn't have the capacity to do all of it ourselves when we started Florida. We, we just had so much going on that mm-hmm. um, they played a really big role in helping us get that up and rolling because going from nothing to something takes a lot of noise and a lot of stuff Pushing that that direction, and they were they were definitely a big part of making that happen.
1: So they played Facebook ads that that folks in the neighborhoods there in Florida, yep. that your company never didn't even exist the year before. They yep. found out enough touches information to actually do a call to action, and it resulted in one hundred and thirty thousand dollars in revenue within one year for one month. That's
2: pretty. Yeah, cool. and there's a lot to the marketing. Of course, we, have a, we throw a big canvas, but yeah, they definitely played a role. Hey, Green Industry Podcast listeners, this is Cody from Lightspeed Social Agency. If you're tired of spinning your wheels every selling season, we want to change things up for you in 2022. We're a full-service digital marketing agency that only works with lawn care and landscaping businesses. We specialize in hyper-local neighborhood-by-neighborhood Facebook ads that generate right away ROI. Let's talk about how we can grow your business at the speed of light. Go to LightspeedSocialAgency.com to schedule a call. Make sure to tell us Paul sent you and we'll waive your setup fee.
3: Brittany here with the Hardscape Academy. If you're serious about keeping good, qualified people around, then you have to train them. You can say, "Well, what if they leave? I've trained them and I've spent all this time and resources on it. But what if they stay and you haven't taken that time to train them and they're not able to grow within your company and run their own jobs? That falls on you. So check out thehardscapeacademy.com to train yourself and your crews. This month, we're going to be launching our Crewman Paver training video. This video is for your employees. It is the how to hardscaping and not so much the why everything is done the way it is. In this 45-minute video, you'll be able to brief your employees on paver installation basics so they're ready to crush the day on site with you. TheHardscapeAcademy.com is the place to get skills and training for you and your crew so you can excel as a professional hardscaper and grow your company. You'll learn all the techniques and best practices to properly install pavers and retaining walls. Check out TheHardscapeAcademy.com.
0: Your mower blades are sharp, the whipper snipper is ready to rock, and you're all set to cut that grass and make that cash. Hi, it's Mr. Producer. I know you're ready to rock and roll, but have you thought about how to maximize your time on the mower once the podcasts are done for the day and you have hours of work still ahead? let me recommend audiobooks from Audible. Paul has three titles that you can listen to, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Best Business Practices for Landscapers, and the brand new 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care, which he so kindly allowed me to narrate. These audiobooks are a great way to make the most of your time and help you grow your business. I'll put links down in the podcast description.
2: For
1: sure. What's your other canvas? Um, Facebook ads, Google. um, I don't know exactly what you're doing on Google, but tell us the whole um, canvas,
2: the whole spiel. Okay. I'll talk to you about Florida because it's going to be the same pretty much in Illinois. Um, Definitely Facebook, definitely Google. Um, now, like I said, the YouTube videos for our own scooters, YouTube channel, that's all based on educating and help clients be more knowledgeable about how well, for one, us being experts and helping them make the right decisions for their landscapes. How are you Um,
1: filming, editing, publishing? Is is it a one man show with you and your camera or you got a, you got some money behind that? What, what, what are you doing for your operation?
2: I'm here again. I'm blessed. I've got the most amazing wife in the world. I'm the man in the camera, right? Oh, there you go. There's the whole studio for, well, we have our own podcast too. Okay. Uh, so, but, uh, I'm the man with the camera. She edits everything. And, um, and yeah, over time, definitely because down the road, we're going to add some other interesting businesses and we probably will have people editing and, and, and helping that for content creation. But as of right now, this is, it's, uh, me and my wife that make all those videos happen.
1: That's fantastic. Sorry to cut you off though. You were
2: sharing about YouTube, Facebook, yeah. No, no, no. no. Um, yeah. YouTube, Facebook, door hangers are huge, you know, so basically my guys being out there, if they didn't have work to fill out a day, that was the deal. You're working until four and you're handing out door hangers. So um, door hangers were big. We did mailers. Uh, unfortunately, I've just never had a ton of luck with every door direct. Okay. Um, so you,
1: you would, you, you have more um, return on the actual old school door hangers than EDDM.
2: I feel like it because just because now, I mean, we do them around our projects. So, you know, and we'll have a guy go and knock and say to all the people around a large project, it, because that's basically what my business is. We do maintenance, we do things like that, but it's design and install is mm-hmm. is the majority of what we do here in Florida. And um, so around a project where we might be there for a week or two, we'll knock on all the doors, hand out a card. Hey, we're here. And if there's any issues or anything, this is our information. You can call the office um, yard signs on all of those properties. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just endless. I go to events and I, you know, have a booth at events, we collect leads, set appointments there, um, do, do pretty much anything to get it running. Like I, I, we, me and my office, one of my office people here have done door knocking, trying to get some more traction too. So, um, there's nothing that we won't add to the mix.
1: What are these neighborhoods like in Florida? I know every time I go down there, I just see big money. I guess I was driving around the nice part of Sarasota, Siesta so the Key. These na- I was just randomly just driving around just to look at the landscapes of neighborhoods, and I just kept driving in nice neighborhoods. So, are you like yeah. targeting big money or running the mill homes, or what? What's your kind of target market I, down there?
2: So, Cape Coral itself is not like. It's not like necessarily a big money place, um, but there is money here. Uh-huh. Um, but it's kind of across the board. I mean, I'll say like a a project for us, like a sweet spot project, is probably somewhere between eight and thirty thousand. Is like our average landscape. Like rehab. Mm-hmm. And, um, but as we grow, we're going to grow down towards Naples. You want to talk about the things like Sarasota has got a lot of money. Venice has got a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, but you get into Naples. I mean, they're tearing down $5 million homes to build $10 million homes. Really? It's a whole different world there of, of how much, of how much construction stuff is going on. But even here there is money. It's not necessarily all high, high end. Um, but uh, the houses we're working on are yeah they're probably typically like an eight hundred or a million dollar home and they've got a budget to spend more, uh, but the um, pure amount of building that's going on now they can't build houses fast enough here. Wow, it's insane. So th- this area is just exploding.
1: Yeah, I can I can only imagine. I live in Georgia, and. Everyone's moving here from California, New York and and the license plate. I feel like, where am I? You know? Yeah. And yep. uh, I could only imagine that Florida, I mean, if you're going to move, why would you come to Georgia, man? Go to Florida, you know? But uh, I'm trying to bust up out of here sooner and later. So maybe, I'll, maybe I'll be joining you.
2: Sounds good. Come on down. Funny,
1: yeah, but I've, I've been, I, I don't know. I mean, Sarah said, I, I just got a tug towards there, but we'll, we'll see one day at a time
2: whole this whole side's really nice man you know it's it's nice not being on the party side the party side is the other side this side's a lot more calm i think it's a ton of opportunity too
1: yeah well the other side man um one of my broadcasting heroes rush limbaugh he had uh palm beach it yeah was like 40 million dollar house and he just uh he'd podcast from in there and he's got the beach in his backyard and he had yep. it set
2: up man that's sweet
1: yeah. Okay. So tell us a little bit about, is that, is that good on marketing? I know we could keep going, but.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's the most of it. And I mean, then your a, trucks, like said, trailers,
1: there's... uniforms, all, all the basics. Yeah.
2: Trucks. Yeah. The, the, the common stuff, trucks, wrap, wrap trucks, uh, uniforms, Website. everything that's your standard stuff, your business cards, your everything, yeah. you know, I mean, it's just a part of being everywhere all the time, you know?
1: What would you say uh, of your revenue? What percentage do you guys allocate to marketing?
2: Oh, so, um, I mean, I've shot for up to 10%, 12% of revenue. You know, I mean, I I knew, I always knew I was going to spend a lot of money in marketing and I wanted to grow. So the the more, once I really started seeing after the website, I saw what that did and saw that that investment in time was good. And then started seeing what some of these other things did. I realized it's like, if we wanted to grow, we had to spend money. We weren't going to just be able to... The pace I wanted to grow at, like every, it's okay getting referrals. Referrals are great because you close 60, 70% of them, but mm-hmm. it wasn't going to be enough to grow our company the way I wanted to grow.
1: Now, what's your end game? Are you building this thing up to sell it to one of the big companies or what's your, uh, what's your reasoning for wanting to scale and
2: grow like this? I don't know. I want a jet really bad. Um, besides that, you know, I just, if things You want changed,
1: a jet as in you want to buy a private plane? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't. Uh, some lingo. I, I live there's a people that speak abonic around these parts of <laughs> Atlanta. So jet means you want to leave. Like no. I want to piece up out of here. You know what I mean? So,
2: no. I no, want jet to jet. Means I, I gotta I wanna, go. I want to go. But you yeah. want an airplane? No, I want an okay. airplane. I mean, but there's a lot more than that. Like um, I, I just always, when I was younger, I felt like I was I, I was gonna do something big. I didn't know what that was, and it's weird that like. I feel like I've done something, but like, it still doesn't feel like I've done anything at all to mm-hmm. me, you know? And, um, so yeah, I, those, there's those big things that I want and I've got big silly goals. So mm-hmm. that's a, that's a part of it. But like in the last year, probably two years, I've been super, I'm just so excited that we're creating opportunity for employees, mm-hmm. you know? Um, that's why I don't really care about like, there's all this price competition talk all the time in our industry. And like we go out and we set our own prices and our prices are high. You know, the reason for that is we're trying to bring value to create a real career for employees. Mm -hmm. You know, we're adding like health insurance and 401k with a match and, and uh, incentive programs where they can earn more money than the industry. I mean, they earn more money than the industry average in a lot of situations without that. Um, So I don't know. I'm just really driven. How many employees do y'all have? create that. Um, that's a good question. I got asked this yesterday and I'm not exactly sure. In in, between the two, it's probably about 25 in Illinois and, um, about eight or nine here in Florida.
1: Cool. So, so probably between 30 and 35. Yep. That's fantastic. What do you use for your payroll, uh, company or how, how do you uh, handle that?
2: So, um, I was using like, QuickBooks, like assisted payroll where okay. we just put in our times. But since I've been, you know, your numbers are everything in your business. Uh-huh. And I have been, it took me years to really get an accountant that I really, really, or an accounting kind of team that I really, really loved. Uh-huh. And now that we've got, uh, the people that we're going to ideally stay with forever, uh-huh. they're taking on and they're going to continue to run in more and more of like a CFO role uh-huh. where they do all the payroll now. Like they, they handle it all. So we don't do any of the QuickBooks assisted anymore. They're processing everything. They're tracking everything. We're having monthly meetings about where are we at numbers wise and how are things? What company doing? is that? Um, diamond financial out of okay. Illinois.
1: Okay, cool. That's phenomenal that, that you got synced up with that.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's so, I mean, there's a lot of things here. People have a big challenges, on. I've beat my head against the wall about like accounting issues, just like the website issues. And, um, and I know a lot of friends have too. And it, getting it right is huge because right. knowing your numbers and having someone else holding you accountable—that you know—is a is a numbers person is a big deal.
1: Yeah, I got here in uh, thirty five minutes. I got my monthly know your numbers meeting with my bookkeeper, yep. and we'll go over the profit and loss statement, the balance sheet, the cash flow mm-hmm. statement, and they'll they are my CFO in the sense of you know not salary, but they'll say, Paul, this is a little alarming, or this well, what's, what's the reason for this? And, and, you know, it's, it's so helpful, um, to have professional set of eyes looking at the story that our numbers are telling. And that was a game changer for me. I, I waited way too long as well, uh, with getting the professional help and not just DIYing it thinking I'm saving money. Well, I, I, cause I did work in an accounting firm, Jacob for a year. So I, I do know enough to, you know, be dangerous, but it's so much better to have true professionals taking care of that.
2: For sure. What you said is gold though. Like, so, I mean, you asked like about growing the business and things like that have helped me, like I'm obsessed with learning things Mm -hmm. to grow. Right. And so I think it's a very integral piece of you starting your business that I think you should, you need to be obsessed with things if you really want to go far. And there was a section of that where I got obsessed with accounting. Like I learned everything about reconciling accounts. How do you make a chart of accounts? What is the way this should be done? Because you need to have some kind of sense of these Mm -hmm. things, even when you're working with someone. Mm -hmm. And it's nice to work with an accountant that like, Hey, you're not your typical business person. You know, a lot of this stuff. So now I can be, I'm not as good as them. It's not my job but at least I can be on a similar level with them and know what should be expected and kind of know what to look for. It's the same thing. If you go to someone that's just not even doing it right and charging you. So
1: that's awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about that corner over there where you got all your content and and the the trainings and all of that. That's exciting, man. Tell us a little bit about um, all of that.
2: Yeah. So um, ever since probably two thousand almost since the beginning I've been shooting YouTube videos with the whole focus of helping people grow their business you know I wanted to take the things I learned and share those with other people because they were working for us and um, that's just evolved over time so we have evolved that from that to realizing there's a, a lot of pieces in your life that are more important than just business so mm-hmm. you know your relationship with your health those different things that's that's kind of dumped over into our podcast which is uh, Grow By Design if you'd like to check that out uh, but that's me and my wife talking about anything from health to the business to relationships um because all of those things are are just fundamental to you being successful or moving forward um And then that's also transitioned into GrowCom, which is our coaching group. It is. It's been a really, really fun ride. We started this last year, the beginning of last year, and um, it's grown with its private coaching group. You know, we do weekly live calls where we come on. We talk about a topic. Today's topic, funny enough that we're talking about numbers, was all about profit. Um, all about your net profit, things that you can do, some of the incentive things we do in our company to help other people grow their company. And um, it's been a really, really exciting it's been a really exciting journey to start having more and more people inside and um, in Growcom that are, are growing their companies. That they're having success, and the group itself—people are helping people, um, people are setting goals, and they're uh, things that they're you know accountable for the week to, to try to grow their business. People are having issues, and you know, all of us, a lot of people feel like they're on an island. My problems, my problem. Nobody else knows how bad my problem is, and mm-hmm. it's a bunch of people where I've always had a real uh, disdain for for the the forums where you post stuff or or the Facebook groups where you post stuff and you get so much BS. I
1: haven't been on those in years, man. Yeah,
2: Yeah. and I don't either. It's ridiculous. But so it's like a, a safe place where you can ask anything and realize we've all been there. Or we're going through it or we can yeah. all go through it together kind of thing. So that's GrowCom. Um, it's not open right now. It's open, you know, it's typically open like four times a year to join. Mm-hmm. You can check check that out at Jacobgodar.com. There's a, a tab in coaching that lets you get on the wait list and you'll be notified. It's going to be opening up soon again as well.
1: Okay. So that's so, Jacob Godar G O D A R dot And that's called Growcom. And then your podcast is Grow by Design. How many episodes
2: do you all have? I think there's, I think we're into episode 21 is listed right. probably out to like 31 is already posted up. We try to stay ahead of schedule a little bit. So, um, that's been a super fun thing. And I don't even know if I'm supposed to talk about this yet because it's not a public thing, but we're also holding a 14 person training here at our office later this year in October. Um, if anyone's wanting more information on that, I'm sure that they can reach out to you or connect with me some way on online, but, um, that's going to be an exciting thing too. It's going to be, we're going to bringing in, um, other professionals in the industry. We're going to be talking all about marketing, all about scaling your business. Um, it's going to be a really, really cool, close, tight group.
1: And you're only letting 14 people They staying at your house or what's the reason for 14? No, it's
2: going to be, it's going to be at the office. You're going to have to have a stay here. There's going to be a big dinner with us too. Um, but it's the first kind of event we're doing. And we definitely, I, I just wanted to keep it small because that's what made sense to fit in my main office.
1: Okay. That's sure. fantastic. Well, we got grow.com at jacobgodar.com grow by design podcast. Guys go over and check that out. Is there anything else we're we're missing?
2: I mean, just the YouTube channel. You okay. Yeah. Up, shout, get, shout, shout it I out, say, man. Yeah. We've been, yeah. uh,
1: dude, I was looking yesterday, Jacob. I started this show in 2018 and, uh, I, I just thought I didn't know what I was thinking, but I was looking yeah. yesterday, dude. The podcast is not just in the top 1%, it's in the top 0.05%. Like it's one of the, I was like, what in the world? We talk about lawn care and landscaping. How is this a global top 1% global show? So it's, it's been incredible. So shout it out, man. We'll get people, uh subscribe. Yeah. No. Yeah.
2: I mean, that's, that's it, you know, other than like, yeah, there's Instagram and everything that everybody has the stuff we're doing on Facebook. Um, marketing wise though, you know, that's something that we tell everybody in the group and I know that everybody leverages that. That's another big thing in growcom that you get it. A- I just keep coming up with more ideas of, mm-hmm. of interesting stuff, but we post basically all of our email templates and all the things we use to communicate with clients because communication's like the epitome of it. I care more about that than the actual stuff that goes on mm-hmm. out in the yard because it's communication that fixes all of those problems because you will have problems along the way. Um, but what I was going to say about our Facebook, or you look at any of our actual business Facebooks, you'll mm-hmm. see kind of what we do for marketing and we are heavy on there. And it's, it's a thing that's full of ideas for you to, Start making some of that content yourself and, and building that out and growing your business.
1: Fantastic. Well, I really appreciate your time, uh, Jacob, and hope you guys will um go ahead and connect with Jacob and his tribe over there at uh, jacobgodar.com. Uh check out the Grow by Design podcast. Your wife's the co-host.
2: Yes. All right. She's the one that keeps me on track. I need one of those people that keep me on track because I just go off into the distance for a mile.
1: Yeah, that's that's fantastic. And uh, then your your trainings grow calm. So I appreciate you taking time out of your uh, full schedule. Uh, have a uh, great day, man, and and hopefully we'll uh, stay in touch. Are you going to go to the Quip Expo in, in Kentucky this year?
2: I haven't given a lot of thought. Um, it used to be called will, GIE. I'd went, to, I'd went to every single one except for you know when they didn't have one, and I thought about going last year. We were going to, we pulled the plug because we had so much going on.
1: Okay. So, well, maybe well, I'll no, get yeah. to meet you in person. I'm I'm planning on going October, Louisville, Kentucky, Equip Expo. It's going to be fun. Thanks for being on the show. I know some of y'all are rolling your eyes at me like, ah, you're already talking about the Equip Expo in the spring rush. But I will tell you what, I had a call the other day. My boy Jason, the police officer up in uh, Pennsylvania, he called me. He's like, hey, man, I don't want to be staying in one of those raggedy hotels. You think it's too soon for me to book my hotel? And I said, absolutely not. I'd, I'd get that um you know, booked up. You don't want to wait till uh, September, October and all the good places are gone and, and you're at the red roof Inn. So he has a, um, somebody that actually works at the Marriott that he knows. So I think he's going to get a friends and family discount and uh, be staying downtown at the Marriott. So that's a uh, big money down there. That That's probably the most expensive hotel in Louisville. Um, maybe the gold house is up there too, but the, the, those are high, high end ones. i you know, anyway, I'm not- like, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Producer says too soon, too soon, but uh, we'll have more to come on the equip expo here uh, on a show in the future. It's the biggest trade show in our industry, sixth largest trade show in the world in, or in the United States. Pardon me. And so uh, it's something I look forward to every fall, but uh That'll be another conversation for another day. Well, to let you guys know we made some updates this week to the resource center at the grainindustrypodcast.com. We added a couple bundles that featured our training programs with some of our documents, like our lawn care contracts, our landscaping contracts. So we have a simple starter one if you're just starting your business. We've bundled everything that's going to give you the information you need to know as you're starting. Or maybe you're like Jacob and you're you're looking for more of that advanced, you're you're scaling your business, you're growing your business, you really want to take a little bit of a deeper dive. We have more advanced bundles up there. And so we have um, a whole bunch of those that we just um, uploaded last week to the, well, actually this week to the website. So it's fresh, it's new, and that's all available at the resource center at the And I've been getting a lot of questions, well, for years, but specifically um, with inflation and things of that nature ab- around numbers and recovering our overhead and things of that nature and so john pajak did an incredible explanation of how you understand your overhead recovery and what variables go into making sure that we know what we need to charge our customers and so that's available in those bundles as well and uh, if you want to get it a la carte we have that in the know your numbers e-training program as well so a ton of things in the works for the future of the resource center, at the green industry podcast.com. And right now I'm so proud guys of, of the content that we have available. This was not around when I started my business and I'm so thankful to John Pajak and, and Jason Creole and Megan and Joey Coberly and Alex Kirby and all these folks who have been uh, contributing to our resource center at the green industry podcast.com uh, just to provide the top of the line uh, information on various topics of you know, what folks are experts in um, to really help you grow your business. So make sure you check out what we got going on at the Resource Center at com. Take control of your money, understand the business side of your business, not just the technician side. We need to master that for sure, but it's in vain if we don't also master the business fundamentals of business. So to take a step in that direction, take your business to the next level, check out a Resource Center at the thegreenindustrypodcast.com.